This is the Truth Warrior Ministry Podcast with your host, Joshua Butts, and my brother, Isaac Butts. On this show, we would deliver a variety of concepts from biblical, atheism, conspiracies, politics, and worship. So without further ado, tune in, relax, or kick back, because we're trying to build some Truth Warriors. Let's get into it. Truth Warrior Ministry. See through the lies. See through the lies. Motive. Think about that word for a second. What does it mean? Motive. Do you guys understand motive? Deals with everything we do in a day. Every action we do has a motive behind it. You get up in the morning. Motive. Brush your teeth. Motive. Eat. Breakfast. Motive. Go to work. Motive. Work out. Motive. Spend time with the family. Motive. Watch pornography. Motive. Have sex. Motive. Deal drugs. Motive. Go to the strip club. Motive. Steal a car, motive. Kill, motive. I love you, motive. I hate you, motive. Everything we do has a motive. Everything we do comes from a point within us where we start to engage the gears of our bodies and thoughts to where we turn those thoughts into motive. I want you guys to hold on to that. And I will come back to the subject of motive after I read these two chapters. Ecclesiastes Ecclesiastes 1 and Ecclesiastes chapter 12. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, as I read your word, let your blessing move upon us, guide us and protect us, and let your Holy Spirit come within us and allow him to convict us of the truth, dear Lord and Father, that your word speaks. We thank you so much for allowing us to wake up to see another day, to just take another breath. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Ecclesiastes 1, verse 1. The words of the preacher, the son of David, king in Jerusalem, vanity, Of vanities, saith the preacher. Vanities of vanities. All is vanity. What profit hath a man of all his labor, which he taketh under the sun? One generation passeth away, and another generation cometh. But the earth abideth forever. The sun also ariseth, and the sun goeth down, and and hasteth to his place where he arose. The wind goeth toward the south, and turneth about unto the north. It whirleth about continually, and the wind returneth again according to his circuits. All the rivers run into the sea, yet the sea is not full. Unto the place from whence the rivers come, thither they return again. All things are full of labor. 
man cannot utter it. The eye is not satisfied with seeing, nor the ear filled with hearing. The thing that hath been, it is which shall be, and that which is done, it is that which shall be done. And there is no new thing under the sun. Is there anything there are wherefore, I'm sorry, whereof it may be said, see, this is new? It hath been already of old time, which was before us. There is no remembrance of former things, neither shall there be any remembrance of things that are to come, with those that shall come after. I, the preacher, was king over Israel in Jerusalem, and I gave my heart to seek and search out by wisdom concerning all things that are done under heaven. This sore travail hath God given to the sons of man to be exercised therewith. I have seen all the works that are done under the sun, and behold, all this vanity and vexation of spirit. That which is crooked cannot be made straight, and that which is wanting cannot be numbered. I communed with mine own heart, saying, Lo, I am come to great estate, and have gotten more wisdom than all they that have been before me in Jerusalem. Yea, my heart and great experience of wisdom and knowledge. And I gave my heart to know wisdom and to know madness and folly. I perceived that this also is a vexation of spirit. For in much wisdom, much grief. I'm sorry, for in much wisdom is much grief. And he that increaseth knowledge increaseth sorrow. All right, that was Ecclesiastes 1. Now I'm going to read Ecclesiastes 12. Remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth, while the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. While the sun, or the light, or the moon, or the stars, be not darkened, nor the clouds return after the rain. In the day when the keepers of the house shall tremble, and the strong men shall bow themselves, and the grinders cease because they are few, and those that look out of the windows be darkened. And the doors shall be shut in the streets, when the sound of the grinding is low, and he shall rise up at the voice of the bird, and all the daughters of music shall be brought low. Also, when they shall be afraid of that which is high, and fears shall be in the way, and the almond tree shall flourish, and the grasshopper shall be a burden, and desire shall fell. Because man goeth to his long home, and the mourners go about the streets. Or ever the silver cord be loosed, or the golden bowl be broken, or the pitcher be broken at the fountain, or the will broken at the cistern. Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. Vanity of vanities, saith the preacher, all is vanity. And moreover, because the preacher was wise, he still taught the people knowledge. Yea, he gave good heed, and sought out, and set in order many proverbs. The preacher sought to find out acceptable words, and that which was written upright, even words of truth. The words of the wise are as golds and as nails fastened by the masters of assemblies, 
which are given from one shepherd. And further, by these, my son, be admonished. Of making many books there is no end, and much study is a weariness of the flesh. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Guys, what we just read was out of Ecclesiastes. And Ecclesiastes was written by Solomon. Now, if you guys don't know, Solomon was the son of David. And God has blessed Solomon with the most wisdom any ruler of Jerusalem has ever had. He has blessed him with the most fortune and riches. He has blessed him with the most estates and properties and kingdoms. He was blessed of all men, given much. I suggest we learn from Solomon. You see, Solomon went to all the dainty kingdoms, had sex with all the women of all cultures, tasted the fine things of all cultures, held the precious stones in his hands from all cultures. All cultures came unto Jerusalem to see the wisdom of Solomon, and they were amazed. But here's the thing. Take it from a man who's been there. Solomon realized at the end of his days that all he has accomplished, all he was given, that from the knowledge to the to the riches to the fancy kingdoms and homes and estates, to the people who worshipped him and screamed and yelled his name, he realized one crucial thing, and that is all is vanity. All is vanity and vexation of the spirit. My question to you listeners is this. Can it be a bad thing to be content? Is being content a bad thing? Is being content compared to being lazy? Or has that been a misconstrued conception in our society? In these days, we hear constantly, get up and grind. Get at it. Go get your money. No matter how you do it, just go get it. It's out there for you to get. It's out there for you to get. Go get it. Slave at it. Work hard at it. But you see, in order to do this, it has to be a motive, right? A motive has to be there to get up and go get it. Right? Now, all motive ain't good motive, fam. 
But before I get off, get off uh, carriage with that, I am going to go back to my original question. Is contentment bad? Let me take you guys to Timothy. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 5 through 12. Perverse disputings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth. Supposing that gain is godliness, from such withdraw thyself. But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing else. And having food and remnant, let us be therewith content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But thou, O man of God, flee these things and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. Mm. How's that for wisdom? You guys hear the Spirit in that? Huh? Do you guys hear the Holy Spirit move and convict you with those words? But godliness with contentment is great gain. For those who don't know me, I am a simple man. But I will tell you when I wasn't so simple. Let me tell you guys a story. Growing up, dad and my mom did what they could to keep us Yeah, we had the PlayStation, we had clothes on our back, we had shoes. We had a house even for a short time. But there was always a roof over my head and food in my mouth thanks to my parents. My dad always worked. My mom always kept strong on us with the Bible and taught us lessons that I will not forget ever. And she continues to teach us lessons. My dad continues to be an example of the man that I would like to be when I'm older. A man who can provide for his family and have a home for where his kids can come to and just spend time together, have good Sunday meals and play games. I look forward to those days. But there's a time where I just search to be the richest, to chase after careers that will give me the ability to bring home the bacon. But these careers also utilize my talents. I'm a very athletic guy. First sport I ever got into was football. And I loved it. To pit my will on someone else, it felt amazing. It felt like I was tackling lightning and bringing it to the ground. The second sport I ever played was wrestling. And that was a prideful sport to be in. There's something about bending another man's will to yours when you're on that mat. Using full and raw strength, but also having technique because technique gets you through the battle. 
Then I played track. Wasn't too much of a runner, but I was always fast. My goal, my go-to was the shot put, discus. I tried at the javelin. Sometimes were good, sometimes were bad. But all these sports I've played, none touched me like boxing. Boxing, I've been in and out with for a long time. I had to dig deep and ask myself, Isaac, why do you want to be a boxer? And at first, everyone says the glory. That is true. There's nothing like being in a ring and seeing everyone cheer for you or just being in a feeling where it's just you and the other guy. And everyone's watching. But you see, my real goal with boxing was to be rich. Get rich quick scheme, so I thought. Get rich quick. Motive. Motive. My motive was to get rich quick. So. I've learned a lot. There's one sport that will teach you do you really want it. Boxing is that sport. It's a sport that requires 24-7 dedication. It commands your discipline. It commands your time. It demands your time. And when you have a family, it's not the best, you know. I would get off of work and go right to boxing, spend two and a half hours at boxing. Come home late. I was grinding for a dream. And sometimes people grind for dreams and those dreams come true. But when the dreams come true and you look at the money that start rolling in, you look at the fame that starts rolling in, you look at the benefits that start rolling in. Do you think you're complete? Do you think that's the end of your life? The You've gotten where you want it to be. Even if you got the championship belt. Do you think that's the end of your life? It's not. Because I guarantee you every day you'll look back and think. Well how much time did I give God? And don't get me wrong. He will bless you. Oh God will bless you. He'll bless you and he'll bless you when you don't obey him. He'll bless you when you obey him. All right. That's the God we serve. He loves us. But at some point, at some point, you're going to have to figure something out. Are you going to continue chasing after this world? Is your motive going to be based off of this world? Or is your motive going to be based on the sure fact that one day you are going to die? And when death happens upon your life, where are you going to spend eternity? Yeah, you got the fancy cars. You got the house. Right? You got it all. But when you die, is that house? Is that car? Is that Bugatti? Is that 15-room mansion coming with you? Nah. Nah, it's going to be passed on to the next guy. Or gal. Or to your children. Then your children may take it and rip it to pieces and sell it. 
but don't worry you won't care you're either in heaven or in hell so this all goes back to motive guys my purpose of this podcast is to bring you guys to understand that everything we do in this life requires a motive a motive What's the motive? You're on Instagram. Okay, cool. What's the motive of following that fine looking chick? What's the motive? You don't know her from Adam or Eve, but you're following her. You're liking her pics, right? Slobbering over the pictures. Hmm? What's your motive? For liking that pic. What's your motive for following? What's your motive for looking? Many will you say, well, it's just, it's, it's a social media, right? It's what we do. We look at people's pictures and we glow and we get angry and we get mad and we get covetous. We get jealous sometimes. And sometimes it's just strange. It's just plain old lust, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You see, you got to really dig deep to find this motive that we have in us. Most people won't see the motive behind posting a pic of you with your butt out. Or guys posting pics with their shirts off in the gym, right? We think, oh, I just want to show the world, man, I'm getting in shape. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I just want to show the world I'm, I'm getting lean and mean. But what's the motive? Lean and mean? No. The motive is so you can see. I got the world looking at me. I got the world looking at me. I feel good. The world is looking at me. The world is looking at me. I don't think you guys are hearing me, man. We live in a world where it's me, 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 me. Motive is me. The motive is me. Me, me, me. You got your kid in the living room watching God knows what because you're too busy on your phone in your room losing who knows how many hours just gazing on frivolous things. Someone else's page, someone else's life. While your life is right there in that living room. But we get caught up sometimes. The world doesn't allow us to just focus and be content on what we have. Why? Because the world says there's more. There's more to get. There's more to get. There's more to get. More, more, more. Get more. Get more. Not less. More. More. You should put down the shirt. More. Get a tattooed on your forehead. More, right? More. The world wants you to have more. <sighs> what about less? Can we get less? Less of me, more of God? Less of me, more of studying this Bible? Less of me, more of family? Less of me. All is vanity. You look at nature. Look what Solomon said about nature. Okay? 
Look at this. Ecclesiastes 1. Chapter, uh, verse 5. I'm sorry, verse 5. The sun also ariseth, and the sun goeth down, and hasteth to his place where he arose. The wind goeth toward the south, and turneth about unto the north, it whirleth about continually. And the wind returneth again according to his circuits. All the rivers run into the sea, yet the sea is not full, unto the place from whence the rivers come, thither they return again. All things are full of labor. Man cannot utter it. The eye is not satisfied with seeing, nor the ear filled with hearing. The sun even labors. The sun labors. The rivers labor. This, the wind labors. Our eyes are never satisfied with seeing and our ears are never filled with hearing. It's always more. You know in heaven, when God creates the new heavens and new earth, there will be no sun. Jesus will be the light. The sun will rest. There will be no oceans in heaven. There will be no sea in heaven. It says in Revelation, no more seas. The seas will rest. And believe me, when you pass away, and if we truly give ourselves to Jesus and make it into his rest, we too will rest. But on this earth, we are to toil and we are to work with our hands and we are to have motive because behind working brings us food to eat. It brings us ways to take care of our families and ourselves. So we got to work. Don't get that twisted. Work must be done. But what's the motive behind your work? Right? Many ways is there to make a buck. But the way we choose to make that buck, what's the motive behind it? Some say the easiest way to make money is on a stripping pole. I've heard it before. I don't understand it, but I get it. That brings a lot of sinful people to a single place where money will be spent. Drug dealing, same thing. Right? Pushing rock, same thing. It brings much money because it requires much poor souls to come into and partake in that. Motive, my friends. Motive, family. You got to think about your motive. If your motive is every day to get up and please God, I guarantee you won't be a stripper. If your motive is every day to get up and please God, I guarantee you won't be a drug dealer. If your motive is to get up and praise God, I guarantee, I guarantee you will find, as it says in 1 Timothy 6, 5, verse 12, and has professed a good profession before many witnesses. A good profession. Not a lustful profession. Not a greedy profession. But a good profession before many witnesses. So listen, uh, I don't know where I probably just rambled on this whole podcast. Still finishing up my fast. But God has put this in my heart to speak about. 
You know, and I pray I haven't offended anyone who are in those professions. Or I pray I haven't offended anyone for getting out there and grinding and doing what they got to do to bring money home. To build their empire. I'm not mad at you. I'm proud of you. But remember, all is vanity and vexation of the spirit. Even much studying, as Solomon said, wearies the soul. So just remember the one true thing that matters, the whole duty of man. And I'll end it with this. Verse 13 of Ecclesiastes 12. Let us hear the conclusion, the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty. Dear Lord, blessed be your word. Let us sanctify in our hearts, mind, and soul. We love you and we thank you for your grace and your mercy upon us today. Continue to work in our minds, in our spirits, in our bodies, dear Lord, to push closer to you, to want to know and be closer to you. Let your will be done, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Be blessed. Hey guys, you just listened to an episode of Truth Warrior Ministries with your hosts, Isaac and Joshua Butts. Thanks for tuning in. Be blessed. See you next time. Truth Warrior Ministries.